Well, here we are, gang. The end of the road. Yeah, we're going to talk about part five, and we're going to talk about part six, for which what little we've watched, but that isn't the end of the conversation. No, here we are talking for our final episode of anime about Lupin the Third. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and I love Lupin the Third. And I'm ready to talk about it, but I can't do it alone. I need a partner in crime. Miles, how are you, friend? Doing great. Um, I'm coming off uh, watching a, a great wrestling pay-per-view, and I'm getting to talk about Lupin the Third. I'm, I'm pretty happy. Um, I. I'm with you, Drew. Like I, I we we talked about this briefly yesterday uh, it, through text, but through the last two months, uh, both through just purely enjoyment, partially because we kind of lived in this massive anime deep dive, the deepest of anime dives I think we've ever done. Oh, with think, maybe the exception of Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. Well, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, we watched all A full of season of that season. But but this I feel like this 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 is a different dive than we've done before. This is this is closer to our common writer and Ultraman deep dives that we have recently done uh, as far as the scope of how we have handled things. So we've gotten a taste of just about everything. Yes. uh, And I'm, I'm with you. I love this franchise. I love Lupin the third. Like I'm I'm I would consider myself a Lupin the third fan now. Yeah, I uh I. I might have Googled a little cosplay stuff. You know, Dragon Con's coming up. I doubt I can convince Rebecca to dress as Fujiko, but um, I could, I, I feel like the, the she would never, she would never, she would never, she would never. But I have a question for you about that, Drew. Um, What jacket are you going with? So that's the question. This is the big question. And uh, because I, I, the blue jacket is real sharp and my favorite color is blue so it it, and it's like this real nice you know royal blue jacket that i feel like i could make work but i also feel like that's kind of that's like the noob jacket like oh you only watched parts four and five (laughs) that's when the blue jacket makes an appearance i you know what though i feel like lupin fans are probably savvy enough to like if you're into lupin you've probably seen more than just what's currently available i feel like i feel like lupin fans are like oh that dude's dressed as lupin <laughs> would be exactly. the more would be the more uh you know so so it's like uh, but I, you know i think i would look better it, it, when i went back to, you know i'm not gonna get the pink jacket i'm sorry it's just i didn't i didn't love the look of the pink jacket um not because it's pink i, I just pink didn't jacket. like the animation style of the pink jacket uh series uh because the animation was all over the place in that series and I think I would look better in a green jacket than a red jacket, but the red jacket's the classic. So, you know, I mean, the thing is, I don't think any of the jackets look particularly bad. And I've I've seen some good. Uh, 
I've seen some good art with the green jacket that uh, I mean, with the pink jacket that I feel like I feel like that one gets a little. I mean, you, you know, I was more of an well, apologist the pink, for the, the pink jacket also has the teal shirt, and that's the harder thing to come by. Like most of these have like a black shirt that I feel like I could I could get my hands on. Yeah, um, and also a fairly easy thing to cosplay, like you don't have to do a ton maybe wear a little wig for the the hair but that's nothing i could grow um, i could grow the big sideburns sideburns, I could do the sideburns. Or, or you could just you know paint them on and whatever i, mean, yeah, um, I could do that um uh, but yeah i, 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 would, I think it'd be a super fun cosplay to have um it's a i was trying to explain this uh right before we started recording because i was uh showing krista the loop in the third the first trailer and um kind of talking about like the you know the 60s style that's got a very indiana jones feel for that movie because that trailer especially really sells the like the lost treasure and the nazis and all that stuff and i was like i forgot all of that so i was glad i didn't rewatch the trailer before we watched it because when they're like oh yeah we're gonna revive the third reich i was like they don't tell you that now yeah i i forgot that from the trailer that might have been a later trailer that they released it, it was well it probably was it was a g kids dub trailer which means it would have been quite some time probably even after the initial release or right before the initial release would have been the, um, or the home release well i guess it, it, it was 20 all of the home release i guess wasn't it, it was 2020 yeah. dark times the dark times but i uh i think this franchise is i guess we should probably save this until we end our conversation about uh five and six um so i guess let's 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 start that let's let's talk about loop of the third part five which oh boy this is this is a fun fun start to a what i assume is a great season so loop of the third part five so we talked when we talked about part four that was the the italian chronicles like it was every every episode took place in in italy and uh you know had had a lot of fun doing doing that well loop in the third part five seems to at least again because we decided to do this at the last minute, we only watched two episodes of this. So presumably there's more to it than that. But the main course of the season takes place in France. These are the French Chronicles. And I love particularly that they made the opening theme be a French like. Like French uh, 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 cafe. That music, Cafe Noir style. Cafe spin on the yeah. season two loop in the third theme song. I, I loved that. <laughs> I very much loved it as well. And I think the so the unofficial, I guess, subtitle or the official secondary title is Misadventures in France. So um the French theme, I think, continues throughout this entire series. Uh this one starts off a little differently in that we're not getting a big reunion episode. I mean, typically Everyone's being called in by Lupin or someone claiming to be Lupin. And this one just flat out starts off. Because um, even part four had everyone called in for the wedding. Here we start off with a caper. Yeah. So it's important to note part four was in 2015. Uh, it ran uh, in, in, in 2015. It actually ran in 2018 in the United States, which is funny because this ran in 2018 uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, so so this is not that far beyond part four. It it's weird to call it being so close. It's weird to call it a separate part than part four, 
because it feels on some levels so close it has the same director it has a similar animation style it's he's still wearing the blue jacket at least for a portion of this series uh because as i i learned in doing research as this series goes on he does change jackets into different colors including the pink jacket in this season uh which is which is pretty fun Um, yeah i think that um i think part of it is that all modern lupin stories have an ongoing arc which I very much appreciate. I, and part of it is because we have three different parts with literally hundreds of caper stories. So I feel like now, like, it's perfectly fine to have this ongoing story. And this one, I mean, I mean this and part five, or part six, I mean, these are ongoing stories. And I, I love that we also like this one is certainly in the modern age. They're talking about digital currency. They're talking about um, something that Letterkenny has ruined forever because no movie can or show can ever talk about the without me thinking of the skids from Letterkenny. <laughs> zoom, um, zoom kill, or Discord killed your audio, man. You talk about the dark web. The, the deep dark web. web. Yeah, it's so in the uh, subtitles, they do call it the deep web. And I was very appreciative of that because like in Wikipedia and stuff, and I assume the dub, they call it they call it the dark web. And anytime I see that now, I just think of the of Stuart from Letterkenny pausing and whispering web. Well, these are all terms that were you know no oh, uh, trust me i understand that i watched about a document about the dark web like in college i i understand those terms have existed it's just one particular iconic show has ruined it from any sh- for any show or movie for me <laughs> but, um, but, 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 but but i do this, like that we're seeing the the internet age being adapted into a lupin story and that is the big thing about this this part is that the story is told via technology in the way that Lupin stories haven't been Lupin stories are often, you know, either stuck in a specific time. Like we just watched the first last week, week, which is set in the sixties. Fujiko Mine is set in the sixties. Uh, you know, it, I mean, the original show is based off a manga from the sixties that took place in the seventies that all the, you know, time hadn't transitioned that much for that to be that different. But this is the first time that we see Lupin, Really, and and there was a little bit of this in part four, but this is all about computers and the Internet and social media as well, because the whole the whole idea with this is that, you know, they are going to sneak in to steal uh, the the basically the they don't call it cryptocurrency, but it's effectively cryptocurrency. Uh, uh, the, like they're, and they're stealing it from a a dark web entity. Yes. And they uh-huh. and, and they end up rescuing slash stealing a young hacker named Ami, not Ami, Ami, yeah. Ami <laughs> because she corrects Lupin every time he mispronounces it, uh, Ev, who is his in the one to set this whole thing up. Uh, but as part of this, they also use social media and honestly, the lack of privacy in that it starts this thing called the Lupin game where the people that are, you know, in charge of this dark web, you know, money making scheme, which, by the way, is basically what is what was it? The Silk Road. Was that where you could buy drugs online? Is that what it was yeah. called? Um, that's all I think been shut down now. I don't honestly know. I've been, at least Let me check right now. 
Yeah, go see, look on the dark web for sale online. <laughs> go on. So, but but that's that's sort of the crux of of the opening of this season is that uh, the people behind this have oh well we're going to do something that you know Zenigata and the police could never do they're going to turn hunting Lupin into an online internet game a social media game where people are taking pictures of Lupin in public and posting them to this thing and becoming you know you know they're they're getting points for these pictures and going up and up and up and and this is how they're able to track him as he goes across the planet uh trying to to you know keep ami protected and it's really really interesting because that is not a lupin story that you could have told in 1979 you know it's also a really really clever villain plot like i was extremely impressed by like okay let's uh let's give this celebrity thief a taste of its own medicine like times 100 and of course lupin comes up with a great way to combat that oh i love this by the way but like i mean i and and nothing i think nothing ingratiates uh me towards lupin than finding like taking on this massive like attack against you and then like counter counterattacking in the most obnoxious way possible like that is something that speaks to my very soul and the fact that like that's the first thing he does makes me so happy like he doesn't really lose his cool about this aspect and go ahead get get, drew tell 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 the people what what old lupin does so lupin realizes that he's being tracked by you know random people as he goes around the planet taking pictures with them so what does he decide to do he decides to turn that to his advantage by going whole hog into it he's taking pictures of himself he's live blogging where he is he's taking pictures of his meals he's doing all of this social media stuff to flood the Lupin gang game with his own posts, therefore making it boring to try to find Lupin in public because he's posting so much of himself on his own. And that is such an interesting meta moment in this in this season. And again, this is only in episode two that we're talking about this, which I just found so clever because it ends up working. And it's it's so it's so true. How many times have we seen somebody become a meme because of something they said or did on the internet and then they try to like capitalize Capitalized. on that meme? Like the, the Chewbacca mom or and, and, and how often that just crashes and burns and makes this person look foolish and silly and lame more than anything else. And that is what Lupin is attempting to do, which is just so interesting uh, because it's it's really it is of our time. This this whole thing that's going on right now and then to see the 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 powers that be the the uh, Marco Polo, they call themselves the online shop. Turning that against him in that they create a a different online game called uh, I think it's actually called Happy Death Day, which is funny because that's a movie that came out. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> but it's basically a website where you can gamble on when Lupin the third is going to die. So 
what what happens? A bunch of top tier assassins gamble on when Lupin's going to die. But of course, you know, a real easy way to win is if you happen to kill Lupin on that day. And that is such an interesting thing. And, and unfortunately, on episode two, we get a huge cliffhanger because of this. But it's just we are introduced to all of these just random goofy like caricature assassins some of which i assume may have been in lupin the third before i don't know uh but but you know Jigen yeah i wasn't lupin, sure either jegan and lupin seem to know who they are from uh, like goemon uh, knows knows some about the, a little bit of them too just because he was an assassin for a period of time well, well but, uh, that and like lupin even says oh they brought all the all-stars yeah and and that's something I also want to talk about, because like, yes, you know, murder is back on the table in this one. And, you know, I, I when I saw this and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this when we were texting each other. Uh, there is a specific sequence which I immediately was like, I feel like Drew, Drew's going to like this because his big his big complaint from watching the dubbed version, specify that the dubbed version of part four was that he felt that the series was lacking in teeth. And there is a scene in the alleyway where you see Lupin exhibit a darker tone than we we see him do very often. We see we've seen him get serious and stuff, but this is flat out. Watch yourself. Like, so so so, uh, it's one of those badass scenes in Lupin. In this scene, Ami has decided that she's, you know, she's tired of running around she just wants to to find a place to to not have to run around so you know to escape to escape to escape to escape so she leaves and lupin figures out that she's left and it goes after her but in the middle of this she is using this gps app on her phone because she is she's a brilliant coding person but she is sort of the 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 perfect example of you know uh, kind of a shut-in character uh she doesn't have any sort of street smarts as you might say and she is uh uh accosted by these three guys in the town that they are in who are gonna show her oh we'll take you to a place that's not on any of the not on any of the apps just you know somewhere really cool where you can hang out and you know she doesn't really know how to handle the situation but then suddenly lupin shows up and he's not his normal like Ah, da 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 da, Lupin. He is, he is deadly serious because he knows that she is in actual danger, and right. he know, and he knows that this is what he has to do to get her out of the situation. And they attack him, and he just expertly just kicks the crap out of these guys without really but, doing very much. No, but the way in which he threatens them, especially when he just shoves the gun in that one dude's mouth and you see that look on his face. And of course, you know, there's no bullets, but he pulls the trigger and you're like, what is about to happen? This is going to get super dark. What was was the line? I should have made a note of it's like thievery is an all or nothing game. So if you don't have it all to give, then don't play or something like that. Yeah, it's there was something like that. It was wonderful. I also love that, like, I don't know if it was her aloofness or if it was a defense tactic when she kept like saying like, Oh, is the place new? And like, just tapping her phone. Like I couldn't tell if they were trying to make her genuinely aloof or if it was a defense tactic when she kept annoying her would be assaulters because she's like, 
couldn't understand that they were they had ulterior motives and the the place that they were going to take her did not exist ah miles i loved part i lo- i mean we only watched two episodes but these two episodes in part 5 are everything i wanted part 4 to be um like like i said i I encourage you to watch the dub of part four it's still a very different show than what this is but this is phenomenal this this certainly is i would call it the darker lupin stuff um it's certainly probably the darkest in a lot of aspects and there's still a lot of light fun stuff involving food and jegan and um general hijinks but yeah there is there's a much more serious story at least in this first two episodes it's hard to say this what 26 episodes season uh, it was 24 episodes. Yes. 24. Okay. So it's, it's hard to say what the other 22 episodes are going to be like. Um, I can definitely tell you, I will be watching them because this ruled and, and similarly, but for very different reasons, I, I think that part six rules as well. Yeah. So part six, and this, it's important to note part six, unlike part five, has two separate stories. So it's got a, 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 the, the, the anime fandom calls them cores, C O U R S, which is based on a French word for something that I don't remember and didn't bother to look up. But what we watched in part six was the first two episodes of the first kill, uh, which has been known as Lupin versus Holmes. Which, uh, I mean, that novelty alone, I'm all in, baby. I'm all in. Yeah. So so we are in London, England, uh, and uh, and there is a shocking robbery of this place. Oh, but it's not Lupin that robs it. It's some other dude. And he is immediately so, caught. I got to ask you, did that throw you? No, Cause it threw me. It didn't throw me. I really thought like initially in the, in the lead up. OK, this is going to be Lupin. It only did it. It only didn't throw me because we see Lupin watching well, it all yeah, go. Totally on. show Lupin, but like when I'm t- when I'm watching the actual opening scene, the actual theft, uh, it because it, it was a very Lupin like escape, and and we find out that Lupin knows this guy. Yeah, and and we also find out that the, the Lupin knows a little bit more about what the situation is that they are you know, stealing from uh, because the the arc of this, because uh, this is again, as 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 part five was on the surface darker than part four, but was still a bit zanier, still a bit wilder uh, when it comes to the loop in the third versus Holmes arc. Again, we only watch two episodes, so please, you know, we'll get there, I promise. But. The. This is even darker because it's just a more serious take between two rivals in a way that we hadn't seen. Uh, I think some of that might show up in part five. But in this, there was a history between between Holmes and Lupin that we are only teased a little bit of. And that is an, as something that happened 10 years ago, which resulted in the death of Watson. Uh, you know, Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> best buddy Watson, uh, but that left Watson's daughter in the care of Holmes. So for Sherlock, who at the moment we believe thinks that Lupin killed Watson, 
is, you know, it's a very personal story for Sherlock Holmes in a way that I was not necessarily expecting. And I will say this Sherlock Holmes is definitely more in the Benedict Cumberbatch Holmes fashion than the <laughs> he he is in looks, but not in personality. Uh, uh, yes. Or in drug use. Um, well, we don't know yet. Well. We saw a bunch of vials, but they were all supposedly soil samples. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like how serious the, their rivalry is there. Clearly something happened. Uh, between everyone um, which I love a lot of this show don't tell uh, that we're getting from this series there's a good mystery which hey if you're going to include Holmes there better be a good mystery and you have this which part of that mystery involves Lupin distinctively not telling his friends what happened 10 years ago I love that I (laughs) love that I mean because it's 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 such a Lupin thing to do and we also get you know Holmes posting up on all of the the Lupin supporting cast in the best ways. Um, the best being, I think, the the Goemon fight. I oh. thought that was pretty genius. Blinding Goemon and then blocking him from getting using his cane to block Goemon from getting his sword out of his scabbard. Because if you look, if Goemon gets the sword out, it's over. But if you block him from getting the sword out, it ain't over. He's as good a shot as Jigen. Like he's he's so interesting and so like they make it they make him a good foil for Lupin in a way yeah, that they, they, in a way yeah. that Zenigata has never really been. Well, we'll talk about Zenigata in a second, but um, I do like how they they certainly make him the other side of the coin. He's he's the the main character of his own thing. And there's a reason for it. He's not just a silly antagonist. And I do love that there seems to be a genuine rivalry because like even Lupin calls him his arch rival and and belittles him for not exceeding his potential. Um, And there's a lot of cool stuff going on. You have a cool shadow organization. It it is funny because we definitely watched Lupin the third go up against a Sherlock Holmes the third in part two. Do you remember this? Yeah, they, well, he, he wasn't Sherlock Holmes. He was. Uh, it was something else. Oh, was he not? Well, either way, Lupin has gone up against Sherlock Holmes, the third in the past, and they do call out that that guy was just a fraud. And this is the real Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. which I find very, very funny. Yeah, no, I like that. I like they I like how they kind of make fun of of like, oh, it's not the original Sherlock Holmes uh, in the same way. And I'm like, I'm like. I'm in. I love this because, you know, Lupin the third. And but I also love, like like I said, that there is this like shadowy organization that's been controlling the history of Britain, the Raven, the Raven. And they've been controlling the history of 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 Britain since World War Two. And I mean, we're going to find and they we see some weird like dude wearing a weird mask who blows up a guy. And like, again, we're probably going to find out that the Raven is involved in all of this and that Sherlock and Lupin are going to have to work together to figure out the Raven because the oh, Raven yeah, that's is responsible for the death of, of Watson. I mean, this is all stuff that is easy to read, but, but it doesn't matter because the journey matter. is so fun. It is. Um, I, I did love, uh, I loved at least in the first two episodes, there seems to be more of a, again, the groups together. And, I, I do like 
Sanagata's involvement in this one because he positions himself as someone who was an expert in Lupin affairs. And you had told me about a live action Zenigata show that exists that showcases him as this amazing detective. It's only Lupin that makes him look bad. Yes, there is a and, li- there is a live action Zenigata TV show that <laughs> features Zenigata and a team of <laughs> of people uh, that again, this is based on what I have read about. I haven't actually watched it, but but that Zenigata is like this master detective, master police investigator, but it's only, but, and he looks like this super genius, but it's only Lupin that ever makes him look bad. <laughs> I, and I love that because it also take. like, it, it fuels every moment that you ever see with Zenigata and why it's so infuriating for him to have this one, this one person who's always a step ahead of him and always getting away and why everyone takes him so seriously. Because like even Holmes is like yeah yeah let's let's bring or I'm uh, sorry uh, Lestrade or Lestrade is the uh, the Japanese call. Um, is like yeah we should definitely work together and then the guys you know on board but it's it's if any other show would have been like oh well you've failed to catch him five hundred times like th- there's that one episode with that other detective and so his reputation outside of Lupin must be stellar yeah. Which it, it and just, I'm, I it am works. on board with that take. I think that's that is perfect. Um, I love Lupin, guys. I love Lupin the Third. I love deep dives, Miles. I, I, because you know, back in the day when we were doing this show, and we've talked a little bit about this, we would cover we would cover so little of something, and then we would move on. And between, and I was the overachiever all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but between you know whether it was watching all of Pete and Pete for me a few years ago, whether it was watching all of the stuff we watched for common writer or Ultraman or now Lupin the third. It's just like, I feel like in this new format of the show, we have had an opportunity to really. And again, I say digging deep. We're still only scratching the surface with this. Well, yeah, we, we are. We have scratched. We want, we're talking about two episodes from two different full shows, but you know, in this kind of franchise dive, you have to like, yeah. otherwise it's a separate podcast. It's the more you know, presents Lupin the third. Yeah, um, because I mean, there are like 200 episodes of part two alone <laughs> and we watched, I think, five of them. <laughs> yeah, we watched five. So um, but I have I have branched out uh, outside of this show. I did a little overachieving over the weekend and played the PlayStation 2 Lupin the third game interesting um i was very excited because i mean well one it's a it's a loop in the third game uh it's loop in the third treasure of the sorcerer king and this i believe this game got a release here um just uh, double checking yeah it, it came out um a full not even a full year after it, it debuted in uh, November of 2000 in oh, 2002 came out in February 2004 which this would uh, have been a, this would have been around when loop in the third part two was getting adult swim play which makes sense um so this game had received mixed reviews and uh I think the the summation in wikipedia is actually a pitch perfect 
explanation. The game was praised for its spot-on portrayal of the series as well as its graphical and audio design, but criticized for uneven, clunky gameplay and less than stellar enemy AI. That that sounds is, like a that's, that sounds like the traditional uh, licensed game. That is a hundred. Well, sometimes people don't nail the portrayal of the series part, and I have to say, this game a hundred percent nails the feel of Loop in the Third. It opens with this great Loop in the Third, like like great cutscene that feels like you're opening a, a, a new show, and. And then you kind of get this little tutorial. The controls are clunky. Even I was playing on my Steam Deck. Um, but even even that, like, it's not too far from a PlayStation 2 controller if you map it right. The controls are still a little wonky. Um, the enemy AI is not great. And the gameplay itself is, even for what starts off as a stealth game, not super fun to play. And it's kind of a bummer because they nail everything else like if you want to feel like you're in a loop in the third story this does a great job but i really i really want someone to come out and make a next gen loop in the third game and make it feel like loop in the third the first because i think you've got a humdinger of a hit if you can just nail that that's the fun thing that's the interesting thing about loop in the third because the thing that makes lupin so interesting a lot of the time is all of the preparation it's it's kind of like Batman, where it's mm-hmm. all of the preparation that Lupin has done for the moment that you are seeing on screen that he's done off screen that makes it more interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and because it relies heavily on stealth, it just feels like. I mean, it's in it, but bad Metal Gear. I mean, and... clearly it looks like I'm, I'm watching I'm watching uh, a, uh, a a clip of it right now as he is kind of creeping around a train and yeah that's the first level yeah guards are just asleep you don't even have to sneak around them they're just asleep you just have to crouch and walk <laughs> yeah so i mean it, it's a it's a little bit of a bummer i mean like i had i had i had 15 minutes of fun of like trying to like do a couple things i was charmed by the style maybe one day if i really feel like putting some effort into it i can i'll, I'll go on for it but um still isn't quite where it needs to be and I know there was another PlayStation uh, 2 game that was never released here uh, called Lupin is Dead, Zenigata is in Love. <laughs> what, a, and, what a title. <laughs> yeah, it, it had a European release. Uh, I, I know nothing about it. I haven't played it, but uh, would very much love to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely inspired me to like, I'm, I've got several of these movies and show blu-rays on my amazon wish list i i think this series this franchise is tremendous i am so so happy you convinced me to do it because i have absolutely fallen in love with Lupin the third it's it they made it so easy to fall in love with because there's something about this that you know it's it's interesting i just called out batman right now and that some of the most interesting most fun batman stories are when batman reveals that he has had a plan all along (laughs) that that he is yeah and that is so many of these lupin you know it's either lupin figuring out how to do something or lupin's crew figuring out how to do something or 
you know, or, or that they have, they've had this whole plan from start to finish that we just don't know about yet. And, and there's a Lupin's the same way. It's kind of the same thing. And I, just zanier, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I know when we initially started it, I was like, oh, this is a hundred percent some, some drew nonsense. And I mean that in the best way. It's like just the style of it. The in the first in the first episode with the use of the the old cars, I was like, "This is a hundred percent Drew's thing. He's gonna <laughs> freaking love this show." And I mean, I certainly, I mean, you can listen to the episode. I certainly enjoy Lupin the Third, the uh, part one. Had a great time with it. But I think when you listen to each one of our episodes, you, I think you just hear us, even in part three, which I know you didn't love as much, um, and, and is I would say the the weaker of the six parts well as i reflect because, on as i reflect on part three part three has less to do with the story and more to do with just the up and down wild animation the art style, style is wild um i i agree i don't love the super sharp chins and the janky faces um i do appreciate how kind of weird it gets in the latter half even though we didn't get to see a lot of that uh, apparently, uh, in the episodes that i chose apparently as i've done some some research on reddit of all places uh American fans like part three more than part two, which I find interesting, but huh. uh, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, uh, but you know. Yeah, I was, so I was like, I was really on board with Lupin the third in part one and two enjoy part three. But once we honestly started to cross over into modern times with the woman called Fujiko, I, I, it just, it started where I was like, even from the little bit we did, and we talked about this in the episode, I felt nostalgic for characters that I felt like I should have known my entire life, but had only liked for a couple weeks. Yeah. And it part of it was the way we we chose to to go through these episodes. But I I found it so interesting because I found myself feeling part of something, knowing that this was, you know, the first uh Lupin show since 1984 when it came out in 2012, even though there had been some OVAs and some movies. But, and then watching the subsequent seasons and then the first, I was like, man, everything about this series is something I love. There is so much to love here. And there are so many variations of this show. If you want serious Lupin, you can watch these. If you want jokey, you know, maniacal Lupin, you can watch these. If you want a mixture of them, you can watch this one. Like this, this show has a spectrum of styles within itself. And I just, I think it's wonderful. I think this cast is amazing. We didn't even talk about the fact that like Ami, you know, in these first two episodes, oh, we've, we've got another new main supporting cast member. Yeah. And, and when they when they are showing the grid of Lupin's support cast, Rebecca was there. Uh, yeah, green hair Rebecca. There. Even though she's not in this series at all, it seems like. I know. I, I hope she does come back in some capacity at some point. But I do like that these these stories evolve, these stories change. I mean, I loved the, uh, what I would kind of say, the sexual revolution of the woman called Fujiko Mine and it really kind of claiming Fujiko's story and place in the franchise in, on, on her terms. Um, I love the severity you get in the misadventures in France. I love the, just the phenomenal way you can try to reboot a franchise by not rebooting it, but just like, hey, we're going to reintroduce you 
reintroduce ourselves with loop in the third part first. It doesn't do anything to step on anything, any toes, but it's also like, we're going to give you a classic loop and adventure and you're going to fall in love with it the same way that people who watched Lupin back in the day fell in love with Lupin. And by God, does it work? I, I don't know what I'm getting at. I just love Lupin the Third. This I love Lupin the such Third, a, man. Absolute, absolute joy to introduce myself to this franchise. You know, th- we have we have done this to ourselves time and time again, especially lately, especially where I am going to be tomorrow night in a movie theater sitting down. Uh, that I will not talk about right now in the hopes that maybe we'll talk about it at some point on the show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just, I, I adore this I got, character. I, I, it's got, I've always been a sucker for like the 60s style. of. I things. know you have and like, you know, that, you know, it's just, and it works so well for me and it continues to. And, you know, we, we, we didn't talk about this when it comes to years. Part six just ended in. Well, in in Japan, it ended in March of 2022. Everywhere else, it ended in October of 2022, which is not that far past, no. far ago from where we are recording this right now in May of 2023. So the idea that there could be another Lupin part, Purple Jacket series, <gasps> I I see no reason to believe that this series is in any jeopardy, um, and. I I don't want to sound hyperbolic here, but especially like since we started doing some of our deeper dives, even though I have and Andrew and will tell you, I have been a little more resistant to deeper dives because sometimes I like to do like, you know, more thematic stuff and scattershot. I love doing the trunk or treats and stuff like that. But I will say, starting with. Common uh, Rider, I've definitely gotten that feel when we do stuff that kind of with the old more your nerd feel of discovering stuff, you know, of of when we were challenged to do things and and coming out being like jazzed about this new thing because i mean i have discovered so many things doing the show the last what 12 years or 11 years or whatever um i mean from orphan black and homestuck to i mean all this wild stuff that we've been introduced to by fans and friends and uh everything in between and man this this just makes me feel like the old days and i i love that Uh, this this has been an absolute joy and i think that anyone who is interested in this series in in this franchise i don't often say this but i would probably do an approach similar to what we did just choose a couple episodes from each part to see how you feel and if you're or if you're digging a vibe keep going and then once you get the modern age just watch it all or just start with the modern age that's the thing about these shows is that they so they give you enough in the modern age to to really they do. But I, I was I was I was because Krista was asking me if she should watch anything before we watch uh, the first together. And I was like, I kind of think you might want to watch like a, an episode or two of the classic show just to kind of get a feeling of who these characters are. But then at the same time, I'm like, but this this movie does a good job. So we'll, we'll see. But I'm like, but I also want you to get like the solo of Jigen from the solo Jigen episodes we watched. But yeah, no, but, yes, and- but, but, the, but, the, but again, that's, that's one of those things where some of these episodes, as we have talked about on, on this show have not aged particularly well because of content stuff. Sure, 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 sure. And that's, you know, that's something that, you know, don't be afraid to just watch the new stuff. You know, the new stuff is good. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the new store new stuff is phenomenal, but um, I I'm gonna be watching a lot of Lupin uh, in in the future. I, I've I've like I said, I've got seasons on my uh, my Amazon wish list. I might want to start getting the manga, although I know the manga is very very different, and so it might not be the same as the thing I've fallen in love with. You know? Yeah, the manga is a little. I mean, it it is it is. I'm sure it's good. It's rougher. It is, you know, it's more sexist. It's more violent, you know, all of that stuff. Cause it's from the sixties, you know, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't care quite as much. <laughs> also true. Yeah. Um, so oh, I don't want to say goodbye to Lupin the third. Yeah. Because listen, we're not saying goodbye to Deet Dies, because boy, howdy, do we have an adventure for you this summer? Well, gang, I don't know why I agreed to this. Miles talked me into it. It is his fault. Blame him. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Miles, when when it has, it's been you know we're we're now in May. It's almost it's about to be June of twenty twenty three. It has been such a fast spring. Mm-hmm. But we but it's going are going to have be <laughs> a furious summer. So, I didn't even get uh, to say it. Vi- I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were teeing up. I had to. <sighs> so, the impetus of this has been probably a, over a year in the making um first from a personal project that i wanted to do and then i think i floated the idea to you and you kind of like laughed and we never talked about it again and then like we do <laughs> yeah um and, and trust me there are plenty of sessions that go that way uh both 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 ways and uh brought the idea up again in the winter a little more seriously and you were kind of hmm, and then I think around the trade-off of doing the Lupin was was getting this one. Yeah, and it uh, turns out yeah. you loved Lupin the Third after not thinking you were going to like it as much. And now yeah, I have yeah, to I, watch I, Fast I, and the so Furious. Like I was not against it, but like because I, I knew I liked the movie as we said in the early episodes. But I just I was like, oh man, two undertakings back to back. So um, this is a um, deep dive that we're going to do. Drew has never seen a single entry in this summer's uh fair not a one uh, i have only i have only seen the first and i have seen it in theaters over 20 years ago <laughs> um i have had many friends and huge film buff friends who have fallen in love with this franchise as it's gotten sillier and sillier um, because it, it was when I flat out just kind of ignored after the, I saw the first one. I thought what I saw was fine, but never saw the second. Certainly didn't see the third, um, and certainly haven't seen uh four through ten. So, uh, after many years of people like trying to play, oh, you gotta gotta catch up. You're, you're gonna have a great time. You love superhero stuff. You're this turns into a superhero franchise. Um, after much uh, arm twisting double deliberation, uh, Drew and I are going to go through the entire Fast and Furious franchise throughout this summer, including Hobbs and Shaw. 
Um, I, like I said, I have seen the first one. Drew has never seen a single one of these. And I've, I was kind of asking some buds of mine who were getting genuinely excited that, you know, we were going to be doing this. And one was like, hey, you know, the first one is very much a product of being from 19 or 2001 when it came out, 99, something like that. Um, I, I should have looked it, it feels, up. <laughs> it, 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 it feels like it, and as does the second. But, and, and, and everyone's told me the second's the worst one in the franchise. Still enjoyable, but the worst one in the franchise. But starting with the under, uh, from them, the underrated third one, and then going forward, the series just becomes extremely fun and it's one of those things and and they put it in perspective you know how you like professional wrestling it's one of those things where you, you start off with an actual fight and then it becomes professional wrestling and i'm like okay i can i can get behind that analogy and i've just always wanted to catch up on this franchise and see what i was missing and i couldn't think of a better way to do it than with one of my best buds who i think might weirdly also enjoy themselves um Drew, I've I've rambled on a little bit here. Do you have any any preconceived notions about the franchise? About what you're what we're about to get into? Oh, one, like, any genuine preconceived notions? One hundred percent, because I I lived through the times that these movies came out in. The first movie came out in June of 2001. That means this this movie debuted before September 11th when the world changed i think i went to my third date to this movie <laughs> your third date ever yeah wow that's uh that would have been what 16 yeah yeah i don't know um i know that these movies turned into something else i know that these movies went through a transition with a particular director especially but that transition didn't happen until uh, weirdly that right. movie that movie came out before i was married which i'm surprised at because i think i thought i all the rest of this was post me being like a grown human with no time nah. for this stuff <laughs> but as it turns out it's not and i keep seeing these movies and these movies make a lot of money Right. And that's part of it. It's not that they keep coming out. I mean, they've made like 10 Scorpion King movies. This this is a franchise. And this is what's so interesting to me about this franchise. This is a franchise that's not really based technically on any adapted material. It. Well, you, has, you, you say that I'm seeing that. I know I say that. That's why I say technically. X. Yeah, I said technically. This movie, this franchise also is one of the few that I can think of that's not a horror film. It's not based on a series of books, but you still have, we're on the 11th entry and it's still making billions of dollars. This is not a franchise that just want the direct to video market. This is something that has exponentially gotten bigger to a weird degree, like from a mildly successful, you know, thriller action franchise to competes with marvel star wars and disney like it's nothing yep it, and it's it's hard to like really kind of take in like what a what an accomplishment that is that a franchise like this exists and i'm 
I'm so I'm so jazzed to like finally sit down and like go through this series. Family. Cars. Hey, and your boy Luda's in it. I do appreciate that. Does, he's not in the first one. I think he does. He, no, he starts in the second one, I believe. Well, I'll enjoy the second one. I hope uh, uh, so that's, we'll, 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 we'll see. Yeah, well, I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy any of these, but we're certainly going to sit around and try. Um, so that I'm, 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 I'm weirdly excited about this. So I'm, I'm, I cannot wait. I'm glad you are. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to try to have a good time, gang. I'm going to try to have a good time. Um, well, and because you've never seen it, we are going to employ one of our good buddies to join us for the first movie. Hopefully. hopefully um so the scheduling for this might be a little weird because we may be starting this deep dive next week we may also be doing my birthday challenge a little bit early depending on logistics yes um which i'm gonna go ahead and tell people right now because i i told drew weeks ago um because i'm i'm so psyched out of my mind about it and we're doing this massive deep dive and we weren't going to have a chance to do a spoiler cast. I I'm sacrificing my weirdo pick for my birthday challenge so that Drew and I can talk about uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse because yeah. we freaking have to. We have to. It has to be. And, and, and this is this is one of those things where we're going to try to squeeze in a couple of non. We're going to have some slow and studious uh, episodes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I just coined that. I just made that up. Uh, I'm proud of myself, but no one else That's is. Pretty funny, actually. That's pretty funny. <laughs> We're going to have some slow and studious episodes here in the middle of this, hopefully. Uh, at least a couple of them just to kind of break the break the tension. Uh, but yeah, uh, potentially next week, potentially the week after, uh, we are going to be back for The Fast and The Furious from 2001. I, 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 I will say it. This might be our last deep dive of the year because we might need to. We might need a little bit of a breather after after two very long hauls. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, everybody, that is going to wrap up our conversation tonight. If you would like to find us, you can find us at themoreyounerd.com where you can find this in every other episode. You can email us themoreyounerd at gmail.com. That's themoreyounerd at gmail.com. And boy, did we get an email this week that I am jealous of. Oh, yeah. Kyle sent in a doozy. Kyle, Kyle teaching the Star Wars game Sabacc to the cat, the voice cast of Star Wars Rebels. That's um, so that's, cool. That's, that's so, so cool. cool. That's so cool. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, I am too. That that is a living living my best life moment, and uh, could not be more stoked or jealous of you. But that's that's just an awesome thing. Thanks for reaching out. The pictures were really cool. I, 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 I don't think I know how to play Sabak, so I I'd like to learn. <laughs> I played Pazak because it was in Kotor back in the day, but it's not Sabak. Yeah. It was a different yeah, was game because it was a little different because it's 3000 years ahead of time uh, before. And uh, yeah, anyway, uh, but back to our social media, uh, yeah. you can find us at facebook.com slash the more you nerd, twitter.com at the more you nerd. Uh, and of course, you can email us once again, the more you nerd at gmail.com. That's the more you nerd at gmail.com. 
Com. And now we end this show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out. out.